Oh, hello. Come in, take a seat, why don't you? Let me pour you a drink. <laughs> don't worry about that. This one's on the house. You know, I've had all sorts pass through here over the years, and they've all got stories to share. Yeah, I've had Kelly Perkins, a hero from Earth sent to save a colony on Mars, no less. I've had Captain Thomas Burton. He was in the British Army during the First World War, don't you know? Came face to face with a mythical beast from beyond the stars. <laughs> and then there was Fen Falstock, a bounty hunter from a galaxy far, far away. And on this particular job, his life got turned upside down. Fate's a fickle mistress, but she always leaves us with a tale to tell. And something I've noticed about these tales over the years is they all start the same way. That adventurer comes in and they order their drink and they say to me, Barkeep, let me tell you a story. And then they look me square in the eye and they say, it all started with the Game Master and me. To find out more, follow us on Twitter at the GM and Me or visit our website, thegamemasterandme.com. players where theatrical people play role-playing games. I'm Matt, uh, I am your compare for this season, uh, and I'm joined around the table now, first of all, by Helen. Hello. Uh, also by Strat. Hello. Uh, by Ellen. Hi. And by Natalie. Oh, hi. Uh, and Natalie, we're concentrating on you today. Yes. Uh, in this backstage episode. So, let's start off with the big open question. Mm-hmm. Are there any moments from any of your seasons on Millie Role Players uh, that you still think about that are st- still like really strong memories for you oh yeah and i kind of I, i'm cheating because i have like one from each really rather mm. than just yeah. one overall actually remind us which seasons you've been in yes so confusingly the first one i recorded but not the first one that aired was cloud skipper's captain uh and then i did uh upstage upstaged, upstaged. Uh, <laughs> which then aired first and then i was in prospero which has just finished so cloud skippers because it was my first one with you guys i was a little bit more nervous but i was super excited about the kind of the sky pirates theme and getting into that so i think the like the moment for me that i keep remembering is the fact that i ended up with the the power to kill evangeline like the big bad and i just felt really bad about it and guilty about it i was like oh no strat has put so much effort into designing this amazing world with this big bad character and i've just taken her down because i rolled really well um, it's role-playing games for you. Yeah, I, know. I know right so i like it was a really cool moment i felt badass doing it but i also felt like scared and incredibly guilty <laughs> um so probably that yeah. from that one. It definitely sounds like the most intense moment. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, yeah, yeah. Was there is there one that was that stands out as like the most fun moment? I think the and any I think afterwards we decided we said that it wasn't something that you'd intended, but I think the discovering the 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 lightning cutlass fitted in and was like the key to unlocking stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. you guys created that without 
realizing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun to do. It's like they're making their own mystery and solving it, and all I've got to do is put these pieces in particular places. And that was, yeah, that was a really fun. Yeah, kind and of it, bit. it just worked so well. It was just incredibly satisfying. Yeah, I kind, of, so I, I kind of, I kind of, I felt a bit guilty at the end of that because when they, when you said all about the cutlass, and I was like, yeah, no, you made that up. A few of you just went, oh, like, I, I, I apologize in, in retrospect for that because it felt at that moment it felt like I'd taken that success away from you. <laughs> like you hadn't solved my mystery, but you cut, you had, and made it, which I think is more impressive. So, yeah. but I think it's that the, that gamer instinct, right? If the DM mentions like there's one that's a bit more shiny, you're like, right, okay, well that's glowing <laughs> green around the outside. That is an important plot mm. kind of point. That yeah. object isn't painted into the background. That is yeah. interactable. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, the, the sword was always meant to be where the map was. It was yeah. just originally going to be pretty easy to get. It was just like maybe a catch, and you go, oh, there it is. But yeah. you guys are like, oh, but there's this thing, and, and I only put the 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 the, the stand in the other room to try and make the sword more important when you found it in the armory I didn't yeah. expect you to go oh well we best go put it there so that was really fun that was a cool moment yeah, yeah. Uh, and then in terms of upstage I think it's got to be the Brighton Pier <laughs> incident everyone diving in like I was kind of a periphery to that but it was just beautiful just fantastic the way it all played out we're just like yep only solution yeah only solution just gonna dive in yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you had to make it seem like that was the plan. Yeah, <laughs> part of the performance, part of the show, interactive, immersive, In submersive. More ways than one. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a special moment. Um, and then in Prospero, I think it's going to be like the first moment when we saw the paddle steamer and I was like hang on a minute guys <laughs> not expecting Matt to be like it disintegrates before your very eyes I was like oh no <laughs> what, what have I done what is this precedent I've now set <laughs> yeah you made yourself a bit of a, a bit of a, a loose cannon and a danger in that one just by doing that it was like that moment that you had with Chris right at the end listening yes. back to that it, it's like one of the most intense little mm-hmm. scenes yeah. of this kind of like what are you doing you're yeah. just I've just got my husband back why are you destroying him <laughs> yeah. and yeah Chris and your reaction to him I, I love that bit yeah that was really nice absolutely a more emotional mo- moment to listen to for me I got very emotional to be listening yeah. we'll talk we can talk about that yeah, yeah we've been yeah. we've been hearing Chris pine for Clive oh, for yeah. nine episodes yeah I felt so bad so invested <laughs> and I, again it was just in the moment I hadn't thought at all that that is what you were going to do and I was like oh of course he's gonna no 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 what have I done Clive and I was sat there saying I've just sacrificed myself so my best friend can get his husband back and if, if you take him away from him it's not intentional <laughs> but of course has left um, Prospero Nat in uh, in a particular kind of state of mind um so, bearing all that in mind, which one would you say of those three seasons ha- has, like, the most memorable moments for you? Is it still Cloud Skipper, because that was the one that you thought first? Memorable moments. Mm. Possibly Prospero. Okay. I'd say if it was, like... Because one of your other questions, just to mm-hmm. cheat and skip ahead, I know, is, uh, like... Which... The audience have heard all the questions a few times by now. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, if, if the question is, like, which world would you want to mm. return to, it's probably definitely, like, Cloud Skipper, okay. because I think there was so much that you prepared there and so much else that we wanted to explore. Whereas I feel like the Prospero story 
finished neatly mm-hmm. for me with the viola in, in in tandem but in terms of memorable moments i think it's the 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 shipwreck prospero viola okay well what that means is you're going to get a plus one mm-hmm. to recall that version of yourself oh, so no. you can write plus one <laughs> on your prospero and viola sheet for better or for worse <laughs> <laughs> So then let's talk more about why why you'd want to revisit Cloud Skipper's Captain, why that's the one that you feel like there's more to tell. I think, I mean, it ended like it was a proper kind of mm. movie happy ending, right? We got the big ship, we sailed off into the sky, uh, the captain was kind of restored to his former glory, uh, and that was quite nice. But I, I think it was just all in the world building that Strat had done for it, and the, the beautiful map work, and the fact that we kind of discuss, discussed all of these backstories that we all had. Mm. I just think there's a lot more to explore there. Yeah, I mean, you, your character, your your version of yourself, definitely needed to at least revisit the Cloud Skipper itself. Because didn't you have loads of jewels? <laughs> I hidden did. I had all, all of my my booty call booty, was, uh, kind of hidden in pockets of the ship's hull. Mm. Yeah, so then you sailed off on a different ship yeah. without all of your jewels. Yeah. Yeah. But whether that was, I guess, if the the new ship was full of riches and we were living the life that we were happy with, then I don't know. You've got a nest egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whether I'd need those jewels mm-hmm. or not anymore. I don't know. Any other versions of yourself from, from previous seasons feel like they have unfinished business? Or do you feel like you sort of, in the same way as Prospero and Viola, like you kind of wrapped that kind of character arc? I think, well, the, the Cloud Skippers, we had this situation that we talked about in the character creation thing, but never came to anything because we just didn't go there and the story went another way, was the, the situation with this Lord Edmund Thorne who had stolen mm. the the jewels from. Like, that was always a possibility that you had in case we ran into someone of mm. authority or money. Yeah. But... Um, whether it needs to be resolved or not, I don't know. Um, also, just throwing out there from a GM uh, perspective, uh, because it was something I was thinking uh, about afterwards, you never confirmed the kill. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just well, did it and then ran away, I mean, leaving I her with a lot of people that she was friends with. That's true. <laughs> and we know from... Uh, uh, merely role plays law that a sliced throat doesn't necessarily mean you die and that baddies <laughs> with sliced throats turn up in the middle of the wild west quite a lot <laughs> now you have me very worried <laughs> <laughs> don't put ideas into my head <laughs> making notes <laughs> no um, okay so uh, that will give you a, a plus one for Cloud Skipper's Captain in okay. that case uh, as one that you would like to revisit that gives you a plus one to recall that version of yourself as well or instead as well um, and then the quick fire round mm-hmm. of those three versions uh, which do you feel like is the closest to the real you and which is the furthest away uh, I think it was probably at the start would have been Prospero and Viola mm-hmm. I tried to play that as closest yeah. yeah, I tried to play that as truthfully as I could, given the situation. Mm. Um, I, and again, I'd say Cloud Skipper is probably the furthest away, whereas the um, upstaged version was kind of just like me hyperactive on wanting to make sure everyone has a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's a, me in a very specific mm-hmm. mood, yeah, but not kind of an overall me, I think. All right, so that will give you another plus one on Prospero. Mm-hmm. So turning that into a plus two. It will give you a minus one on Cloud Skipper, okay. uh, taking that to a zero. Okay. 
Um, and because we don't have any numbers on uh, upstaged yet, uh, that is a minus one. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine, sorry. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we, we've been through nine different genres uh, on the show. You, you've played in three of them. Yeah. Are there any other genres that uh, you wish that we could have done or that you hope that we might do in the future? Outside of the ones that you've already Outside done. Outside of the ones we've Ooh. done. Yeah. Well, I mean, also if there's if there's ones that we have done that you wish you'd got to play in, tell us about that as well. I mean, I'm a sci-fi nerd, so definitely would have loved to have been in Parallax. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you already had so many people involved <laughs> in that, and that was technically before I'd kind of approached you guys. Before and we been brought like, you into oh, the fold. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you kind of had. A bit of de- like I was thinking, kind of Victoriana, steampunky detective type mm-hmm. thing, or like, maybe more of a like, like a, a classic Hammer horror. Oh yeah, mm, <laughs> kind of yeah. League, League yes. of Extraordinary Gentlemen yeah. kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, we never explored any crypts. No. no, we did not. I mean, you kind of you touched on that with uh, Five Stage of Rescue a little bit, and the Ariadne one a little mm-hmm. bit, but but never uh, went full on monster. Y- yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, like, I guess we didn't. You, you've not done like a full on Tolkien esque fantasy realm one, no. but I'm not mad about it because merely role players is doing something slightly different, and mm-hmm. there's loads of other games that do that. Well, maybe. Maybe at some point, maybe today, maybe in this <laughs> session, maybe at some point in the future, we'll we'll touch on that hammer horror. Okay. Uh, until then, Nat, you are ready to play. Huzzah! You've been listening to Merely Role Players. In this season, you'll hear Ellie Pitkin, Alex Pankhurst, Josh Yard and Dave, Chris Starkey, Chris Buxy and Chris, Helen Stratton, Ellen Gould, Natalie Winter and Strat, all playing various versions of themselves, along with special guest appearances by Ellie Pitkin as Nia and the Space Jam Continuum podcast's Chris McLennan as Candice. I'm Matt, and I edited and produced the season, wrote and performed the theme music, and designed and ran the game we're playing. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com pbta. If you enjoy Merely Roleplayers, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at merelyroleplayers.com. Merely Role Players is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode.